Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Welcome to FOMO Friday. Yes, it is time again to take a look at what you may have missed if you aren't listening and hooked into the the uh, corporate media. Uh, we don't want you to miss any stories. And so here on FOMO Friday, we don't want you to be afraid of missing out. And so we bring you those stories, particularly if you're not hooked into that corporate media. And that way you don't have that fear. And we start off today uh, with a series of articles from the Daily Wire, like this one. Uh, As residents of Great Britain suffer from soaring natural gas and electricity costs, new Prime Minister Liz Truss sounded the call for producing more energy through opening up the North Sea for oil drilling and building more nuclear power plants. How refreshing is that? I mean, to to actually be wanting to drill more for oil and to actually construct more nuclear power plants. Unlike American President Joe Biden, who was, was sued by uh, North Dakota, actually, in a lawsuit for halting uh, oil and gas leases on public lands, who in, in, in one of his first acts as president, he did this. He revoked a permit for the Keystone XL pipeline uh, project that would uh, cross over from uh, Canada into the United States and suspended oil and gas leases in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, uh, the area one, uh, 1002 area. Uh, and he did all of this in um, in June of 2021, last year. Now, Truss embraced her nation's need for domestic energy production, unlike our president. Quote, I understand that people across our country are struggling with the cost of living and they're struggling with their energy bills. Truss actually told this to the House, their House of Commons there. Quote, and That is why I, as Prime Minister, will take immediate action to help people with the cost of their energy bills. And I will be making an announcement to this House on that tomorrow and giving people certainty to make sure that they are able to get through the winter and be able to have the energy supplies and be able to afford it. She continued, uh, with, with, with all of this. I mean, all of this sounds great. I wish we had a president that sounded like this. Now she said, uh, quote, we can't just deal with today's problems. We can't just put a, a, a sticky plaster on it. She said, what we need to do is increase our energy supplies, uh, supplies long-term and that is why we will open up more supply in the North Sea, which the honorable gentleman has opposed. So obviously they have some people who don't think that's a great idea uh, and she's going to do it anyway. Um, and that is why we will build more nuclear power stations, which the Labor Party didn't do when they were in office. And that is why we will get on with delivering the supply as well as helping people through the winter. Again, how refreshing is this. This is awesome. Uh, Here is someone who is actually taking 
a serious problem seriously, right? I mean, isn't that kind of part of the problem that we have uh, today in this country is we have people who aren't taking serious problems seriously. They're using them for political gain. They're using them uh, for uh, all, all kinds of things that they shouldn't be using them for, uh, virtue signaling and things like this. And instead, they should be taking them seriously. That We should be actually doing something like, like Trust is doing here, where it actually makes a difference. Um, opening up new uh, nuclear power plants, doing uh, increasing the, the oil supply. But no, we have people who are doing the opposite of that. And this is really nice. It'll be interesting to see how well she does. Um, she's, she only has really a few months uh, to show what she can do before uh, the, there's another election. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens there, particularly since uh, their, their queen just died. And so, uh, you know, what kind of effect that's going to have on the country and on on uh, on her uh, time in office as prime minister. So anyway, something to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, now, Europeans re- re- resort to burning wood amid desperate search for energy. So this is kind of a related story here uh, that because of this ener- energy crunch that we're seeing in, well, all over the globe, but, you know, obviously here in Europe as well. Uh, now, Greta Thunberg, wants to limit that too. (laughs) Yes, that's what I said. As Europeans burn more wood amid an energy shortage ahead of the winter months, Greta Thunberg and other climate activists urged officials to discourage such activity in favor of solar and wind power. (laughs) Energy prices in Europe have increased more than tenfold throughout 2022 amid the fallout from the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Over the weekend, uh, Russia uh, served, nat- uh, uh, severed, I'm sorry, they severed natural gas shipments through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline until sanctions imposed by Western countries are, um, are, are amended. Now, while several nations introduce consum- consumption restrictions and European consumption uh, Commission President um, Ursula von der Leyen <laughs> uh, unveils a mandatory target for reducing usage. So they're <laughs> they're going to give you a target of, of what uh, they want to reduce the energy to, um, and then uh, de- they're going to demand for wood, um, and they're they're going to put a target on that as well of reducing that as well because. Obviously, the demand for wood has just absolutely soared, and and it's it's actually leading to rapid uh, harvesting of of uh, some of their old growth forests. What what actually they have, and that is a problem. So, companies in Poland, uh, Estonia, Romania, and Hungary are reducing timber uh, in, in, into these little wood pellets, uh, like you see for Traegers and that type of stuff and exporting them to Italy, Germany, Austria, and, and other Western, Western nations. According to a, an investigation by the New York times, um, although the European union subsidized wood burning over a, a decade ago as a, as incentive for households, uh, and businesses to reduce their dependence on fossil fuels, wood pellets produce actually more emissions than coal. 
<laughs> yes, they actually do. Uh, and, and, and that's great for your Traeger because you want that meat to be smoked, right? But, but, uh, but if, if you're concerned about, you know, the amount of emissions going into the air, not so good. Quote, even if forests are allowed to regrow using wood deliberately harvested for burning will increase carbon in the atmosphere and warming for decades, uh, two centuries, as many studies have shown, even when wood replaces coal, oil, or natural gas. <laughs> now, and this, and, and a 2018 letter written by scientists, uh, scientists to the European Parliament explain, quote, the reasons for fundamental and, and, uh, and occur regardless of whether forest management is sustainable. Burning wood is inefficient and therefore it emits far more carbon than burning fossil fuels for each kilowatt hour of energy produced, unquote. <laughs> now, now no, noting the European Union's growing appetite for burning forests, Thunberg nevertheless argued in the in an opinion piece for, for the Guardian that the, the, uh, the block's renewable energy goals should apply solely to actual renewable energy. <laughs> Here, here's, here's what she has to say. Say, quote, we need to drastically reduce all types of greenhouse gas emissions, not only those from fossil fuels. In addition, and not instead of, we must remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere instead of trusting non-existent, unreliable and expensive carbon capture technologies. The best way to do this is to protect and restore more forests. This is what the Thunberg said uh, in, in an interview. All subsidies given to burn, uh, burn forest biomass must be reallocated to true renewables such as offshore wind, solar, and uh, geothermal. <laughs> now, the European Union has adopted the the official policy uh, of becoming a climate neutral society. How would you like, how'd, how'd you like to do that? But, uh, and, and they want to do that by 2050 in accordance with the European green deal. Yes, they have a green deal as well. And they are of course also involved with the Paris agreement. Now Thunberg noted that uh, conforming to the, the latter treaty uh, would be impossible with continual deforestation. Quote, Forest biomass takes minutes to burn, whereas it takes anywhere from decades to centuries for the climate and the environmentally harmful tree plantations <laughs> to requester the, the carbon emit, uh, emitted. Now, the 19-year-old activist continued by saying, this equals decades of carbon debts that we do not have time for. Several nations have already implemented uh, energy usage restrictions, and and uh, and such as Spain and, and things like this. Um, but nevertheless, it, it, it's it's never enough for these people. It, it just isn't. It's just never enough. You you can try to conform to their demands all you want, but they will just come up with another emergency. I mean, <laughs> here here you have people that are actually having to rely on burning wood to keep their houses warm. But now we're going to restrict that too. We're, we're not going to allow you to burn wood. Why? Because there's another uh, emergency happening with wood. Um, not only do the, the climate extremists not want us to burn the wood, 
they don't want us planting the trees either. I mean, did you hear what she had to say here? She says, environmentally harmful tree plantations. She doesn't want the environmentally harmful tree plantations to happen. So in other words, we can't be planting trees because somehow they're environmentally harmful. I guess the only thing I can think of is they're environmentally harmful if you're burning them, I guess, right? And even then that would be that you bought into this whole carbon, you know, global warming thing. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, speaking of people that make absolutely no sense, here's here's a judge, a judge uh, who has struck down Michigan's 1931 abortion law that banned nearly all abortions. On Wednesday, Judge Elizabeth um, Gleicher of uh, Michigan's Court of Claims declared that that nearly 100-year-old law was unconstitutional. The law made it a crime to perform abortions except when the mother's life is in danger. Now, Gleicher ruled the law will endanger the health and the lives of women, violating both their bodily integrity and right to equal protection as protect, protected under the Michigan Constitution, which she said can be interpreted more broadly than the federal constitution. <laughs> Quote, manifestly criminalizing abortion will uh, eliminate access to mainstay health care services, Gleicher wrote in her opinion. Quote, for 50 years, Michiganders have freely expressed and exercised the right to safely control their health and their reproductive uh, uh, (laughs) destinies by deciding when and whether to carry a pregnancy to term. Eliminating abortion access will force pregnant women to forego control of the integrity of their own bodies regardless of the effect on their health and lives. Now, this, this is absolutely ridiculous because the, the, the 1931 law has been suspended, um, well, for, since, since Roe versus Wade, obviously, right? Uh, back in 1973, it was suspended because uh, obviously Roe versus Wade said that the states had no right to block abortions. Then once Roe versus Wade was overturned, it has been suspended again since spring by this judge. And why is that? Why do you think that is the case? Well, first of all, this judge is completely hooked in with Planned Parenthood, who, of course, is, makes a lot of money on abortions. And they, she, she actually has gotten awards from Planned Parenthood as an advocate uh, award and things like this. She uh, donates yearly to Planned Parenthood and, and an affiliate there in, in Michigan. So she's completely tied in with Planned Parenthood. So the, the, but the point here is the, the old law is unconstitutional, according to her, because it violates a person's bodily integrity and the right to equal protection. So healthcare is not a right though. I mean, how can you say that it violates a person's rights when healthcare is not a right? And that's what they're trying to stand on. Um, doesn't equal protection apply to the baby too? I mean, if, if you're really going to go there, then doesn't the bodily integrity, because in an abortion, the baby's body is not going to be intact, right? 
that the the body integrity of the baby is gone so doesn't it apply to that baby i mean the the judge also ruled against the 1931 law because people have the right to choose she said but didn't they choose in 1931 i mean that was that's the law it's on the books it hasn't been overturned except of course by this judge now and they will have a opportunity to vote on it again, it looks like, in this coming November election. She said, well, you know, she, she was going to go ahead and, and suspend the law because people had the right to vote on it. Well, wait a minute. They did. They voted on it in 1931. And it should be the law now until it's reversed, if ever. Right? But no, she's going to suspend it now on this whole thing of body integrity and, 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 and equal protections or something, even though there's no protection for the baby. So, you know, again, she's saying that it compels motherhood by not allowing an abortion. No, there's no compelling motherhood. There's, there, there, there's no, um, you know, there's no one running around grabbing women off the street and, and, and impregnating them. Um, you know, it, that, that this is not com- compelled motherhood right? All right, let's, let's go on. Uh, the view, of course I could, I could do a podcast every day on just what comes out of the mouths of these women. The view hosts also think rings of power viewers are racist for not liking it. Yes. That's what I said. The women of the view believe that people who don't like the new Amazon series, I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't seen it. Uh, but it's it's called Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and the Game of Thrones spinoff, House of Dragons. If you don't like it, and you're just racist, co-host Whoopi Goldberg took the lead in calling out distract, detractors, claiming critics have a problem with black actors in the cast. Hmm. She reminded them that the fantasy shows are fiction. And uh, rhetorical that they, they they that both are not real, and there are no dragons, and there are no hobbits. And she had to let us know of that. Are you telling me black people can't fake people too? Goldberg said, "I don't know if there's like a hobbit club. I don't know if there are going to be protests. But people, what is wrong with you all?" I can't do Whoopi very good. What I think is fascinating, she said, is like dragons are okay, fire-breathing dragons, and people with white hair that are born like that they that they're they're little and violet eyes, but the black people in it is just a bridge too far for these folks. Uh, and this this actually was said by. Sunny uh, Hostin, who who chimed in on this uh, conversation, um, the View uh, newbie, um, her her last name is Griff, Alisa uh, Griff, uh, said anyone leaves uh, negative comments should get a hobby. <laughs> it's it's just racist. Call it what it is. Joy Behar said. <laughs> Goldberg predicted that that viewers uh, would be equally opposed to the upcoming live action remake of Disney's Little Mermaid because the movie has a black lead. As the Rings of Power reviewers, uh, she says they should focus 
their attention on something else. Quote, all of y'all who have a problem because these are black hobbits, get a job, she said. Get a job. Go find yourself because you are focused on the wrong stuff. So anyway, the, it's just it's it's just interesting because nobody's talking about, well, yeah, I, I hate this thing because there's black people in it. No, they're saying that the writing's terrible. <laughs> they're saying that it is unfathomably dull and nearly unwatchable altogether, they're saying. Um, the, the Rotten Tomatoes uh, reviewers have, have just lambasted it. So anyway, again, I haven't seen it. Maybe you have. Um, but but it's just interesting to me that according to these ladies of The View, that if you don't like what they like, then you're racist. Yes, yes. You're racist for not liking what I like. Any one of you, you know, uh, that, that, that listening to this, are any of you as tired of that old mantra as I am? I mean, it's just so overplayed. Everything that, that, that you, if you're opposed to anything they like, if you're opposed to anything, it doesn't matter what it is. You're racist. Everything's racist. It's just bad. I mean, it, it also sounds like Disney really hasn't learned their lesson here. Uh, Disney, you know, is, is, is trying to come out and remake all these things that, that are, are a lot more woke and all this kind of thing. I mean, I predict that this, this new, this new, uh, Disney remake, um, of the little mermaid is, is going to go the way of ghostbusters and, and the, and the remake that, that, uh, they try to do with that. I mean, when, 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 remakes never do very well anyway usually and and when you are trying to shove down your um you know your views on other people in the midst of it that almost never goes well so anyway uh, health authorities actually plan to recommend that america's americans receive covid shots annually as a new booster rolled out uh this month in a shift from the nation's current vaccination focus the, the new emphasis would be similar to flu shots, according to White House officials on Tuesday. Uh, quote, it is becoming clearly, uh, increasingly clear that looking forward with the COVID-19 pandemic, in the absence of a dramatically different variant, we likely are moving towards a path with a vaccination cadence similar to that of an annual influenza vaccine with annual updated COVID-19 shots matched to the currently circulating strains for most of the population. This actually was a quote from Dr. Anthony Fauci, and he said this during a White House COVID-19 response team and public health official press conference on Tuesday. Fauci noted that some individuals might need more fluent, uh, frequent sh uh, shots. So let me get this straight real quick. <laughs> what he's saying is you're going to need a booster at least once a year from now on. So we're we're just going to line you up. You can you can get your booster every year. Hope that we maybe match the hatch when it comes to whatever's coming out from COVID nineteen. And some people, you know what? You need you just needed to get it more than that. You might need to get it two or three times a year. Uh, some particularly vulnerable groups, he says, may continue to need more frequent vaccinations against the COVID nineteen. And White House co uh, coronavirus response coordinator. Ashish Jha also uh, em emphasized the annual shots as a new emphasis under the Biden administration. Quote, barring any new variant curveball, Jha said, 
for a large majority of Americans, we are moving to a point where a single annual shot should provide a high degree of protection against serious illness all year. Okay. <laughs> Let's stop there for a second. Um, did the shot that we already got now, I didn't, I didn't get the shot. Um, as many of you know, if you, if you're a, a frequent listener of the podcast, my wife and I, we got COVID early. We decided not to get the shot and that seemed to be a good thing because now what are they saying? We need to uh, continue to get the shot over and over and over again as, you know, they come out with, with new variants and all kinds of stuff that these things did not work. And so we're going to keep giving them to you until maybe something does. So once again, people are asked to be guinea pigs for Big Pharma. Uh, that's what it boils down to. I mean, obviously, Big Pharma is getting lots of money from this. And they are they, they are loving this kind of thing. And they're doing all of this without any long-term studies. We don't know what uh, the study, particularly when it comes to kids and children and things like this. Uh, you know, Pfizer booster are, are available for those 12 years old and older. Moderna is approved for 18 years and up. Uh, they're trying to, to obviously, um, you know, get the okay for, for younger children, but, but, you know, we, we need to get a shot once a year or more. Why, why do we need to do that? Because it works so well the first time, right? I mean, this, this makes absolutely no sense. And this is why people do not trust the medical industry any longer. There was at a time when people would say, well, you know, you just need to go to the doctor. And, and then there would be people, oh, I'm not going to go to the doctor, you know, da, da, da. yeah, you need to go to the doctor. I don't understand why, why you're not wanting to go to the doctor. And, 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 and you were supposed to trust your doctor. Whatever they said, you followed that. But the medical industry has, has been, has hoard itself out for money and political power. And, and in, in many cases, you can no longer trust what medical experts have to say. And it's their fault. They're the ones that have done it. And now they're continuing to do that. I will be glad when Fauci is, is retired, as he says, at the end of the year. But it's not just him. It's not just him. And they are going to have to, to regain trust once again. All right, let's, let's end on kind of a funny note. Uh, <laughs> It, 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 it's sad, really, but but Jason Momoa, you may know who he is. He shaves his long hair so people will stop using using plastic bottles. Yeah, I don't understand the tie there either, but let's look into this. Hollywood actor Jason Momoa just shaved off his signature long mane, all in the hopes of influencing people to use fewer single-use plastic items. Hmm. The 43-year-old Aquaman star revealed the reason for his dramatic haircut by posting a video on Instagram earlier this week. Aloha, everyone, he said. Hand me those braids. The actor held up two long pieces of cut braided hair while getting the rest shorn down to the scalp. <laughs> Shaving off the hair. Doing it for, he said, by pointing to his head and saying that he'd never felt wind right there before. Uh, doing it for single-use plastics, Momoa explained. I'm tired of using plastic bottles. We got to stop plastic, folks. All this poop goes into our land, goes into our ocean. I'm here in Hawaii right now and just seeing things in our ocean. It's just so sad, he continued. Please, anything you can do to eliminate single-use plastics in your lives, 
help me. Plastic bottles are ridiculous. We're going to keep going. Oh, man. Love you guys. Aloha. The Dune Star concluded. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of sad. It really is. Uh, the, the video captured uh, caption featured uh, imported social media followers to, to, and implored them to be better at protecting our land and oceans by eliminating single-use plastics from our lives. He rallied against pa- uh, plastic bottles and plastics uh, packaging, utensils, and, the, and, and all of it. And, and this really is a shining example of just how out of touch many Hollywood types are. I mean, I mean, they, they, they live in a vacuum and they live with all these yes men all around them. Oh, you're so good. Oh, you're, oh, that was so awesome. Boy, you need to use your platform. Whoa, you are great. And that's all they hear all day long. And so they, they, they are so out of touch with reality. And this is a great example of it. I mean, here, here's, here's the, here's the thing. I, I, I mean, what, what if, do you know of anybody that's, that's going to say to themselves, I'm not going to use any more single use plastics because that guy shaved his head. <laughs> I mean, who, who out there is doing this? It ha- it makes no sense. I don't understand what the correlation between the two is. I mean, I, I can't imagine somebody seeing him. Let's just say that they, they see his Instagram uh, and, and they, and they see him shave his head and okay, maybe it's, it's shocking right at first because you know, the guy has made, made a living with his long hair, but then to say, oh, well, I need to not use plastics because he shaved his head. I just don't see anybody doing that. I just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> the vast majority of plastic in the ocean comes from the far, from far East countries. Anyway, it doesn't come from us. So is there somebody in Japan that's going to see this and go, Oh, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's a cultural thing. I just don't get it. But anyway, I would love to hear from you on it because this just makes me laugh. I don't understand it. And and you may understand it and you can try to, to explain it to me. Uncommonsensepodcast.com is where you can go to do that. And thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.